Hi, I'm Adrienne Schneer, Advancement Coach and Strategist, Lawyer and Professor, and you're listening to the Advancement Spot Podcast, the podcast all about academic and professional skills, strategy, and mindset to help you make big moves to achieve a life beyond your wildest dreams. If you're looking to accomplish more and take your next steps with supportive and experience-informed strategies, look no further. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Advancement Spot Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Schneer, and I'm so grateful that you have taken time out of your busy day to spend some here with me. Today, what I want to talk about is what happens when things go wrong? What happens when you do your best to plan, 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 and then everything goes wrong, or something takes longer than you expected, or you didn't get to something that you wanted to get to. How do you recover from that in a way that propels you forward instead of holds you back? And this conversation actually came out of a one-on-one that I had with one of my amazing clients who's actually been working with me for years. I've been working with this client since about 2020. And we meet uh, at the very least once a month, every month. And sometimes we even have sessions bi-weekly, depending on the circumstance, depending on what they're going through and what they need. But without a doubt, we meet every single month like clockwork so that we can keep their success going. And they have been through promotions. They have been through acceptances. They have been through everything. And we have worked on them together. And I am so proud of this client. You know who you are. And this is one of the conversations that we had, which is, what happens to our schedules and how do we deal with it when things go wrong? Maybe the circumstance is that you are studying for the LSAT or you're studying for the MCAT or you're studying for the DAT or you're studying for the GMAT or some other standardized test, or you are studying for your exams at school, or you are studying for anything else, or you're working on something long-term, a long-term project or a sustained project that's taking, you know, that's taking months at work or at school. How do we deal with it when our schedules go awry? And this happens all the time, right? Like this is never anything to be shameful about or embarrassed by. This happens all the time. We get busy and sometimes our schedules get a little bit out of control And we have to be aware of what's going on and then rein it in. But how do we get to that point where we are able to sort of take back control of our schedules? And so that is one of the things that I would like to talk about today. So one of the strategies that I propose for keeping tabs on and control over your schedule is as follows. Number one, in a series of steps. So I suppose step one. Step one is to plan out your ideal schedule for this moment in time. The reason that I say for this moment in time is because schedules change all the time. And sometimes we feel really secure in this schedule that we've developed and we think that it's going to serve us forever and we get married to it and we love it and we are just so into it. 
And then, uh oh, something happens and it throws off our whole week. Has this happened to you? It's happened to me. And it happens not just with schedules, it happens with other things too. We think, oh, this meal prep is going to serve me forever, or I love this thing for lunch. I'm going to have it, you know, predictably every day or every week and it's going to serve me. But then the store doesn't have one of the ingredients. So what do we do? So step one is planning out your ideal schedule in a perfect world where there are no outside influences. What is your ideal schedule? So that requires you to do a few things. Number one, it requires you to look at what you actually have to do. What are your obligations? Where do you have to be? What are your non-negotiables? I.e. work, school, gym, meals, commute time. Those are typically our non-negotiables. And if you're in mastering academic applications, I give you a templated schedule and you fill it in. So if you're not in mastering academic applications, you can do this. If you can find a schedule that works for you, if you can find some sort of planner that works for you, you're mapping out day by day the time that each of these things takes in an ideal world. You can use colors, you can do whatever you want. That is your ideal schedule. Everything runs smoothly. Everything is consistent. There are no outside influences. You're in a perfect world. And then we have what I call your flex schedules. Your flex schedules are as follows. But actually, you know what? Before I get there, cliffhanger, I'm going to add a few more things to what you should consider in your ideal week. So back it up for a second. We've already talked about work. We've already talked about your commute. We've already talked about gym time. I want to add your wake up and your go to sleep times, the time it takes to eat lunch in the middle of the day. So not just, okay, I'm going to go home and have dinner, but actually eating in the middle of the day, the time it takes to work on, for example, a standardized test that you're working on. And what are your extracurriculars that you're committed to? Okay. Okay. Now we can move on. Then what we have, as I mentioned, are your flex schedules. So in your flex schedules, this is when things don't go according to plan and you need to make sure that you have contingencies for when things don't go according to plan. So we have two flex schedules, which I call flex one and flex two. Flex one is when some things don't go according to plan, just some. So maybe you are... You're, you hit traffic, so you can't make it somewhere on time. Maybe you don't make it to the gym five times a week. You can only make it three times that week. And instead, you're going to do some walks that are going to take a little bit of less, a little bit less time because you don't have commute time to the gym. Maybe you have to stay a little bit longer at work. Maybe some LSAT studying or MCAT or GMAT or DAT studying took a little bit longer than you anticipated. So that's your flex one schedule where you allow more time for the non-negotiables and less time for the negotiables. Then flex two is where a lot does not go according to plan. For example, you have to maybe start cutting down on things that that maybe you in your ideal schedule consider to be a non-negotiable, but because so much didn't go according to plan, you have to cut down on some other things 
in order to give yourself more time. So for example, I would say that an example of when flex two comes in is, and this is when this has happened to me, is when I've had to take care of a family member in the hospital. So at that time, as I mentioned in one of our episodes with Stephanie Muscat from Compassion and Caregiving, where we were talking about the role of caregivers and how caregivers can still prioritize themselves and their goals without sacrificing themselves while also having the responsibility of taking care of somebody else. We talked about still being able to go to the gym, just maybe not as many times or maybe at a different time of the day. We talked about planning things differently, shuffling things around a little bit, maybe waking up a little bit earlier in order to be able to fit things in, doing better meal prep, packing a lunch. So when a lot doesn't go according to plan, how do we deal with that? So for some, it may look like, okay, you may have a full-time or part-time job and it may be close to a library or a coffee shop or you may have a private office and maybe you can't commute home before studying that day so you study at the office. You maybe take advantage of the peace and quiet after hours and you study there or you write your applications there or you do other things that you need to do there in the quiet. And maybe you have to say no to some social plans during flex one and or flex two schedules. It's really important that your non-negotiables though stay your non-negotiables. That's why they're non-negotiables. So number one, I'll remind you what those are. Work lunch, eating, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, your wake times, your sleep times. And that's important. We just recently talked about the importance of sleep in one of our episodes in my three non-negotiables for standardized test studying, working on your applications or studying for your standardized tests. And so that may mean that we can't commute to the gym and maybe we have to do our own workouts at home or in and around where we live if it's a bit far from the gym, or you have to cut down on social time or something else just for this blip in time. And I think that what's really important to consider is that this is not forever. So many of us, including myself, when I was going through these processes, and even when I'm going through busy times now, we think, oh my gosh, this is never going to end, right? When am I going to have a moment? When can I get back to my ideal schedule? And the answer is that ideal changes over time, what we identify as ideal changes, and also our non-negotiables change over time too. So schedules are not actually fixed. And I think that that's one of the things that I wish I had probably learned earlier as a student when I got so hard on myself, when I was really hard on myself about sticking to a schedule, that your schedule shouldn't stay the same. In fact, it won't. You have different classes, different obligations. Your schedule will change and that's okay but you have to plan for the change. And so one of the ways that we can do that is by developing your different optional schedules. So number one is your ideal week. Number two is your flex one. And your second is your flex two. And I'll remind you, your ideal week is when everything goes perfectly. Everything that you want to do, you can do. There's no outside influences and everything runs smoothly. Flex one is when some things don't go according to plan. And flex two is when a lot doesn't go according to plan. And the beauty of having these schedules is this. When you are having a week that is not your ideal week, rather than saying, well, I'm done with it all. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to watch Netflix or procrastinate because I've heard it all. And also I've been there. 
And so you don't get down on yourself. And instead, you look at your flex one or your flex two and you say, okay, how can I pivot? How can I pivot? And you should still be working in breaks and you should still be working in time for yourself and just time for sleep and all the rest of it to maintain healthy and sustainable practices. But you're also planning for contingencies. So you have your ideal schedule, then you have flex one and flex two, and you can fall back on them at any time. And I'll remind you again, your schedule can change and it will change. Your schedule is meant to change. Days don't stay the same. Weeks don't stay the same. And you can plan for that change so that you don't get caught in a cycle of, oh my God, what do I do now? Or I've lost my whole week because this thing happened on Monday. Whatever happened on Monday is causing me not to be able to do anything what I wanted to do in an ideal week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Instead, we look to our flex weeks and we just pivot and move on. Tell me, do you think that this strategy would work for you? And if you already have a strategy that you're working on, DM me. I would love to hear it or send me an email. DM me at applyyourselfglobal or email me adrian at applyyourselfglobal.com. Rate, like, and subscribe to this podcast. We so, so appreciate it. And say hi on Instagram. Follow us there too at Apply Yourself Global. And I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you again for taking this time with me and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Advancement Spot podcast. If you heard something today that helped you get one step closer to achieving the amazing life you want, and you'd like to learn more about working with me, I'd love to hop on a call with you to see how we can help you. So follow me on Instagram at applyyourselfglobal and send me an email at hello at applyyourselfglobal.com. I'd love to hear from you. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode, leave this episode a review, and share this episode with somebody you think needs a boost of inspiration and actionable tools to help them succeed. Thanks for joining me and see you next week.